That's Ring Collective with You Bled on Victory 91.5. It's Corey Haynes, and it's not just a coincidence that we share the same last name. <laughs> I'm here with my dad this morning. It's not Father's Day, but it's Passover. And this is something that you've studied my whole life, probably longer than I've been oh, alive. Goodness, yeah. So this is something that you just love to relate to the Lord in this way. You know, that song is about blood, and it, we're talking about the blood of the Lamb that was slain. What a big what a big moment, too. That's uh, the Lamb and the blood. That's pretty much the summary of Passover, too. And uh, mm-hmm. uh, incidentally, for those of you that had uh, signed up and were looking forward to the Passover Seder tonight, obviously we had to cancel that because of... Uh, all the coronavirus stuff and quarantining and everybody's sheltering in place. But uh, I did want to let you know, just as you prepare for Passover, Passover begins tonight, runs all the way through tomorrow night. So if in chance you just want to dig in a little bit, we did a virtual Seder here in the morning a couple of years ago, and that's on, on a YouTube video. And we put that up there if you want to uh, engage that or maybe you want to have a Seder tonight with your family, that might help you. It's on our blog site, blog.com victory.radio. I also put a printable Haggadah, which is basically the instructions, all that you do, all the words, the prayer, everything is in that Haggadah, and it's built for Christians, so it uh, brings Jesus into everything. So uh, we're just going to go in depth uh, here, and then tonight at 7 o'clock, I'll be preaching uh, the War Hill uh, yeah. Well, of course, it'll be online, but it's the Church of War Hill for the Wednesday night service. And, of course, I'm going to dig even more into the prophetic side uh, this evening. But we're going to have such a, uh, a neat, uh, gosh, Passover. I have been waiting for this for six months because it's just so... Uh, relevant and so exciting that it falls this year. And as we're going to show you, there are signs in the heavens and some one that's just really profound and one that's just very interesting. So uh, all kind of cool stuff to talk about. So first and f- foremost, if you're not familiar with Passover as a Christian, why in the world should be you be concerned? Well, let me ask you this question. How did sin enter the world? Think about it. A meal. One bite of the apple or or that fruit and a conversation about who God is, a retelling of what he said and did. It's amazing how much can happen around a meal. And God has built the kingdom around meals. Passover is a meal and a conversation with and about God retelling the story of redemption. If if that was the fall. That was the methodology of Jesus crucified on Passover. So this meal has a lot of significance in our relationship and walking uh, with Jesus. So it's it's more than just, you know, a Jewish thing. It's it's much, much bigger. It's about Moses, the Pharaoh, 10 plagues and deliverance, definitely. But most of all, it's about Jesus, the cross, resurrection and the lamb on the throne. And boy, oh boy, the lamb, as you said, the lamb and the blood, that's pretty much it. That's the central character. In Egypt, the Passover is held and the lambs are slain. 1,500 years later, Jesus is revealed. And I mean revealed in the literal sense. The next day, John saw Jesus coming towards him and said, Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. So that is the clearest picture of the Passover lamb. Identify him as Jesus. 
And, as if that's not enough, Jesus would die at the moment of the Passover sacrifices. The Hebrew word is Pesach, Pesach for Passover. So the Jews were commanded to eat this meal so that their generations would remember the story of redemption because they have the first part of the story, deliverance from Egypt, time changed. As Christians, we eat because we were saved in the middle of the story at the cross with the death and resurrection of Jesus, the Lamb of God. But there is more. We know the end of the story, too. We can look forward and past our time and to the end of the ages and into eternity. Here's Revelation 5. And I looked, and behold, in the midst of the throne and the f- of the four living creatures, in the midst of the elders, stood a lamb as though it had been slain. Mm. Now think about that. Jesus is the, the most complete, fullest uh example of the living God. It, 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 he is the essence, yet in heaven he is a lamb. So this issue and who God is and how he relates to us from that perspective as a lamb, very, very relevant all the way to Revelation fifteen three. And they sang the song of God's servant Moses and of the lamb. What is that song? Great and marvelous are your deeds, Lord God Almighty. Just and true are your ways king of the nations. So eating Passover isn't about tradition or law. It's prophetic. We are declaring what is to come. The entire reason we eat Passover is to encounter him and to remind ourselves that he is for us. My absolute favorite verse in the world just fell into it uh, last year at the ocean. Micah seven nineteen describes the sea of forgetfulness. It says it this, he will again have compassion on us and will subdue our iniquities. Get that? Subdue? That's our sins. Subdue our iniquities. You will cast all our sins into the depths of the sea. I love that in our failure and in in everything goes wrong, he sees our sins as the enemies. Oh, that just blows me away. So when you come to Passover, you're coming to the cross, and mm-hmm. it is it is humbling. So Passover in Egypt changed everything about sacrificial offerings and everything about their relationship with God and ours. Before then, if you go back and read Abraham and the covenants, God walked through the pieces of a sacrifice with Abraham, a bloody sacrifice God walked through, or they placed it on an altar and burned it entirely. It was consumed by God. But at the first Passover, for the first time, the people were told to eat the sacrifice. Why is that? Because Jesus was the Passover lamb. It was that moment of change. They were now the fire. They were now consuming the Lord. Hebrews 1, seven says, in speaking of the angels, he says, he makes his angel spirits and his servants flames of fire. So we're called flames of fire, and fire consumes things. God is an all-consuming fire. And uh, we get to consume the sacrifice just like the fire of the Lord did, because the sacrifice wasn't just to deal with our sins. It was now a meal that gave them life. It's just a mind-blowing thing. So uh, there's your beginning days and your first moment there. We've got a lot to talk about today, but exciting stuff. Something I think is cool about doing the Passover Seder meal, just since we've done so many in my whole life. <laughs> your whole life. It's kind of like taking communion. Because with communion, you're taking his body and his blood. That's what it's representing. Actually, right. con- Like you're saying, consuming that, taking that in. And with the Passover dinner, if you look at each element, you're taking even more. You're taking... your 
your your sin, the bitterness of sin and, and the parsley that's on your plate. You know, you're taking <laughs> just different elements that I'm not saying communion leaves out, but there, it's just taking you almost to another level of what Jesus did, the lamb that was slain. You're literally eating lamb. So it's just yes. an interesting thing because it, it gives you that visual of who who all he is, what he became for us, and then the power that we now have alive in us. So it definitely is amazing to have that that dinner and, and just that picture of every element that's there. Amen. That even Jesus took the Passover dinner. Yes. You know, even even he explained it. So For 33 years. We're going to post this right on the More Music app, the I whole will. interview. I'll put all the notes on our blog and, of course, in the app. All the, I can't, get, because you have to do it in order, and we can't put any on there until the last one is done today. So uh, in the afternoon, I'll put those up. And coming up, we're going to hear from Jesus Culture, Kim Walker-Smith, her song, Not Afraid. But first, a word from our morning show partners. Hi, Pastor Jason from Revolution Church.